So I did zero research on that one, but at least I have my divisions up, so we can do it live. Working, I went to the gym, but I got the divisions up, police, and I mean that's tough, dude. I mean, yeah. You know what? Let's let's just kick it right off. Um, let's talk about this. We're gonna do an all Twitter questions podcast, right? We didn't do one oh, last time. Okay. Snap. Nah, all right. Didn't we have a question left over from last time too? We had a couple questions from last time, yeah. But let's start with the the one that we got from. Uh, so let's. Anyway, James, introduce us. This is a horrible beginning again. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Let's start over, okay? Hold on, bro. Let's get a reset, all right? Okay. Okay, slow down. Um, I- I'm James Holis. That's Joe Borelli. This is the Dunk Tales pod. Jo- hey, and Joe says I'm coming in hot today, and there's a reason. Um, season starts tomorrow. I already asked for the-, the hottest takes, and we got some real good. Hey, at the end, if we get through this, let's read some hot takes that I got to. Oh, you got some hot. You actually have some hot takes. Oh, no, well, not just mine. I asked for them on Twitter, and people gave me some good ones. So. Oh, all right. Shit, maybe we should start with the hot takes. <laughs> no, no, no. no, 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 no Twitter no, question. No, yeah, yeah. Twitter question. Make sure you play some good. Play some good. Uh, some kind of music in the background, like to start off the something something hot, guitar riffs, oh, like yeah. some zone. You know, you can make me do all kinds of work now. Damn it, man. Now, um, so yeah, so this is uh the Dunk Tales Pod episode. I'm gonna guess twenty seven. 25, I think it is. You're very close. Shit. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, don't edit it out, but watch it. Uh, so, yeah, this is Dungeons Podcast episode 25. Uh, nah. Uh, so, yeah, season starts tomorrow, man. How, how excited are you? On a scale of, on a scale, hold on, let me ask you, on a scale of uh, Ben Stein to Pee Wee Herman, how excited are you? Oh, I mean, I got to go Pee Wee Herman, right? Because Pee Wee Herman's the, the, the good one. <laughs> He was he was good until he got caught in the porno theater doing stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad. Thank you, thank you. I'd say, uh, I'm a I'm animal from the Muppets. Excited. <laughs> oh, good, good. Yeah. Now nah, it's gonna be a good season, man. I don't think it's the cakewalk people think it's gonna be. Um, it's a lot. We got a lot going on right now, from the Jimmy Butler situation to the LeBron in a new place to. You know, Kawhi and on one year in, in Toronto. So we've got a lot of good side stories and there's a lot to watch for this season. So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and hop into the Twitter questions, man. Totally. Well, speaking of, like, if we didn't do a preseason, we didn't do a season preview, but this one is pretty telling. It's a pretty good question. We got this from at Nerd Numbers and, and hats off to you, buddy. You, d- you did awesome. He asks, if you had to make a squad of players from each NBA division, let's say six each. So I guess this means. Five starters and a rotational guy, or your sixth man. Which division mm-hmm. would win in a round robin tournament? So yeah, this is a. Go ahead. It's it's a really damn good question. I had to think a lot about this, and I actually did some homework on this one because I'm like, oh my god, how am I going to figure this out? And right off the okay, bat, so, hey, listeners, I want you to understand to, for Joe to actually do some research, that's some big <laughs> shit. If Joe comes in here, you'll be blind like Mr. Magoo and just kind of fucks around. And, you know, oh, what's the coach of the Jazz's name? I'm like, oh, come on, Joe. That's fair. So that's, well, I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible I'm at names. Yeah, I'm really proud of you. All right, so um, so to everyone, everyone should know this already, right? All the listeners, six divisions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's five have... teams. Go ahead. It's Atlantic, Central, and Southeast in the, in the East. And then in the in the West, it's the Northwest, the Pacific, and the Southwest. I know, you know what? I had to actually look that up because I don't think anybody knows that like there's three divisions in each conference. It's just, it's there, it's pointless. But this gets into a whole different thing. For you, Joe. Um, 
So, but this is a really good question because I, I so I'm gonna I'm gonna really quickly run through all the teams. The Atlantic has the Raps, Sixers, Knicks, Nets, Celtics. No, we're not even gonna do that. Uh, we, you want to just start on the teams? No, no, no. That was good. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Uh, Central Bucks, Pacers, Cavs, uh, Bulls, Pistons. I'm pretty sure there's not gonna be a single bull on that team uh, in Central. Mm. South, South, South. Oh no, no. Southeast is the Hornets, Wizards, Heat, Magic, Hawks. All right, no Hawks or Magic on those teams. Uh, West, the, the Western Conference. You got the Northwest, Jazz, Nuggets, Thunder, Blazers, Timberwolves. That, that, that's a tough team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pacific, Clippers, Lakers, Suns, Sacramento, and then Golden State. That's that's still gonna be tough. Oh, LeBron's on that team. Mm. Oh, that's tough, bro. Then Southwest, you got the Rockets, Spurs, Mavs, Grizzlies, and Pelicans. So All right. Let me tell you right off the bat, when you're talking about the, when you get to the West, the Northwest is stacked. It's really hard to choose players. The Pacific is one fucking team. <laughs> it's one team plus LeBron. Is really, yeah. anyway, but I'm, I'm you know, giving things away. But man, I'm telling you, like, this is not an easy exercise. And it really shows when you're, when you're talking about like, taking the six best players in each conference, it really shows the disparity between the East and the West in terms of talent um, when you get to the very top. I mean, there's a lot of talent trickled throughout each roster, you know, that it's really good. Like, Will Barton's good. I don't know, something like that. But it's not when that's in the West. But you know what I'm saying? Like like um, your guys in Boston, there's so many of them. They're interchangeable, and they're just really good players. But only two of those guys – I would really consider elite. And so it, that's what happens here. You're, you're talking about elite players. This is the way I took it anyways. I'm talking about the elite of the elite players in each division, in each conference. And yeah, I mean, he just you're making the best team you can out of each, you know, out of each five-team uh, conference, I mean, uh, division. And it's, it's actually not as tough as I thought, and I'll look at it. It's tougher than you think, I'm telling you. So the Atlantic is probably the easiest one. Who do you got for the, from the Atlantic? Uh, well, see, I thought the Pacific is the easiest one. Uh, actually, it's Pacific might be the easiest one. Yeah. Okay, that's hey, Pacific where you got uh, Golden State and the Lakers and we'll Phoenix. Do, we'll, yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's okay. start with the Atlantic. Let's start with the Atlantic. We'll just go okay. down. We'll do East and then West. So, yeah. Atlantic, you got, you got Kawhi Leonard. Then you're going to have Ben Simmons and Embiid. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you got – yeah. And then, of course, you got your boy, uh, my boy Kyrie. Yep. These are all people so, I have. Yep. So, we're already at, what, four? So Embiid, right. Simmons, Kawhi, Kyrie. Yeah, that's top four. So now we need a fifth oh. guy and a rotation player. Who do you got? Who are you that's choosing? Tough, no. You can't play Al Horford off the floor. He's faced the floor. He plays defense. I'd put Al Horford. I get you and me. We are in lockstep, buddy. So who do you got for your sixth man? And this one was really tough. So here's our starters. Uh-huh. We got we got Embiid, Horford, Simmons, Kawhi, and Kyrie. If that's not a damn good team, I don't know what is. That's a team that can actually like take it to Golden State. But, you know. That's again like we're um, taking the, the best players off of. Go ahead. I mean, do we want? I guess I would say like I, I kind of want Chris Stapps or Zingas. You know, so we're, we're assuming health here, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't go Chris Stapps because because of the health, right? And I I really thought about it too, and I was like, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, man, that could be your. So if healthy, yes, he's definitely my sixth man. Right, if healthy. But he's not playing uh, right now, so he's not counting. He's not counting. We're not counting. Uh, we we I, I guess you'd have to go your boy, um, Kyle Lowry. That's who I got. We got the same team. <laughs> that is who I got. Yeah, that's 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 pretty incredible. Kyle. 
Do you know who my Do you know who my my runners up for? Well, Porzingis if he was healthy, but then Spencer Dinwiddie you could also throw in. There's your sixth guy. Hell no, no, that's that's if you're just a guy from each team because he, yeah. he doesn't. Cause I I put Jason Tatum, I put Jalen Brown before Spencer Dinwiddie. I would so. put Jay, yeah, I would put Jalen Brown first. Tatum, I'm not, I'm still I know you love him, but um, give me Jalen. What's your beef? What's that? What's your beef with him? Oh, nothing. I just he's a second year player. I think he's still. I, he had a great rookie season, but he's still just a rookie. Uh, or from, he's, what he's coming... the, from what I saw of him in the playoffs, we know he can he can really put up uh, buckets, and he's still he's he's like six ten. He's yeah. not six nine, but six ten. So, like he added to the interchangeableness. I think against a team like Golden State, you know, or the, a, a team like the one that we're going to get from the Pacific, he'd be he'd be. I'd almost think he'd be more help than Kyle Lowry. This is where I would take Jalen Brown, honestly, because I think Jalen Brown's a bit better defender. He's a bit more athletic, and I think he can cover more people. Uh I appreciate that because I sound like a homer when I talk about Jalen Brown, but I appreciate you saying that. I, I like Jalen Brown. Even man. though I think Tatum has a higher ceiling, I just like Jalen Brown more. So same, you know what? And I, listen to me. I'm I was not high on Jalen Brown when he came. I couldn't understand why he was drafted third overall in that draft. I just like didn't see it. And man, I'm so happy to be wrong. He's he's awesome. Uh, Jason Tatum, I really like. I think he's freaking really good. And it was it was definitely a three way race for Rookie of the Year last year. I just want to see him like. I want to see if he can he can continue that streak, you know. And I say that, and I put Ben Simmons in there as well. But that's that, I think that's telling ben, too about the difference between the two of them. Ben Simmons is just well, ready think, to go. He doesn't need a jump shot to to impact the game. Um, but we're uh, um, I don't know. Ben Simmons is awesome. I guess yeah. On a team like uh, like we're talking about this kind of team, he'd play a, almost a uh a draymond kind of role yeah right mm-hmm. Kyrie would have the ball in his hands a lot and sure ben Tim is a facilitator too but yeah he, he doesn't need to really jump man, that lack of a three-point shot man i know i know but it's still you know so, you got to take it so, the, the funny thing is the nice thing about this exercise is it's just an exercise in like who do you think is the best who do, right off the top of your head like you're not well, no, about, I, like, I want to ask what what would ahead. this what would be this team, what would be this team strength that we just named Kawhi leonard ben simmons joel Embiid. Uh, Kyrie, Al Horford, and Kyle Lowry. What's the strength of this team? Aside from Kyrie, just defense, man. <laughs> like you're not scoring the ball. But everyone on those, every one of those guys, except for Ben, can shoot the hell out of the ball. Joel Embiid is just a beast down low. Horford can stretch the court. All of those guys can stretch the court. Um, they're not as interchangeable as, like, say, a team like Boston is right now. And when we get to the Pacific Division, you'll see that, like, I had. Well, Golden State's just really – they're just switchable. So it still may come down to, like, playing Joel and being off the court because he can't really – if you pull him away from the basket, he can't recover because he's so big. I mean, he can recover, but you're 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 not putting him in a position to succeed. Um, it's sort of like the, the Celtics did with them last year in the playoffs. But what do you think the strength of that team is? Uh, yeah, versatility. And that's why I think if you put Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum in, in that place, which we'll go Jalen Brown. That'd be awesome because then you know then, then other than Kyrie and uh, Joel Embiid, you got guys who can switch you know two through two through four pretty easily you know and that's you, you kind of need that when you're playing that Pacific we're gonna we're gonna line up against. So what would be the weakness? Uh, I don't think there is a weakness. What would the weakness be for you? Um, I think a team like uh, that one from the Pacific could attack Kyrie and um, like you said, like you said again with Embiid, if they put somebody out there who's gonna pull him away from the basket, he would, he, you know, he's he's awesome. 
Yeah. But we saw, like you said, that he struggled a little bit against uh, against the Celtics in the playoffs. So, but man, I seen him play this. I saw him play in the playoff or in the in the preseason this year. He just looks. He looks healthy. He looks like his conditioning is getting up, and I think he's going to be just a, a monster this year. Yeah, the, you're right. The the the. the Kyrie's defense would be a little bit of Achilles heel, but don't forget like in a small sample size last year when he was starting, they had, excuse me, the best defense in the league for a minute. So it's not like Kyrie can't do it. And if you got beat and beat backing you up, I just think that like, man, there's a number of ball handlers on that team. You've got guys that can stretch the floor. It's that's, that's just a, a nasty, nasty team. What do you got for the central? So let me give you mine. You can think about it for a second, right? Well, I'm watching it. So you go, go ahead. One, Go ahead, player by player, and I'll see. We'll see. All right, we're going to match right too, I think. All right, so Central. We got Giannis, obviously. Who's not taking mm-hmm. it? Kevin Love. Mm, that's your second player you went with? Okay. Well, No, it's fine. He's okay. fine. Yeah. Chris Middleton, Victor Oladipo, and Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. And, and this is what I'm saying. Like, when you get to the Central Division, it's really pretty devoid of, like, I'm, I'm stretching to find a guy like Middleton in there. Out of the, all of these rosters, I'm like, who else would I put in from the central? Um, I mean, there's I nobody. Thinking, like, uh, listen, well, hey, hey. go ahead. Miles Turner just signed his contract for a reason. Miles Turner stretches the floor. He blocks shots. He's mobile. I get it. He's not a superstar, but for, and again, so essential. That team, that team, their their strengths will be length, right? You got you got uh, you know Oladipo can play the two and three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I say you put Miles Turner, you got Giannis. Kevin, man, I guess Kevin Love, man. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a switchable team, right? But then the thing is, too, you also have two guys, two big guys on there already. You have Kevin Love and Giannis. Middleton's, you know, he can play power forward. Um, so who else do you take? Like, you need some shooting. I don't know. Just like the central division is, who do you who would you put on for your sixth man? Let's let's talk about that real quick. Let me it's tell you. Tough. Let me tell you who I got. You ready for this? Mark, you got Larry Markinen. Yes, <laughs> Larry Markinen. I mean, honestly, he's yeah. got to be the best one left, right? There's it's slim pickings when you get to the Central Division. They're gonna have like the the best team in that division is Milwaukee by far, and it's because they have one more really good player than in, than the Pacers do. Like the Pacers have Oladipo. He's he's great, and if he can keep up the pace that he had from last year, they're gonna go to the playoffs and possibly make the second round. Milwaukee has Giannis and he has and honestly I think that I think the Giannis hype is a little bit over like a little bit overboard <laughs> I mean he's great he's okay, excellent so, he's an amazing so, player Pacers fans and Bucks fans that's uh at Joe Borelli <laughs> sorry no listen I'm no, not taking it I'm not I'm not trying to take anything away from from Giannis but I do feel like even I picked him for for MVP this year just because I think that system is going to be Really, really, um, you know, it's going to be for him. What, what am I trying to say? It's it's going to open up the floor for him. It's going to be great for him. He's going to he's going to have room to move, and if he brings that three point shot around, man, forget about it. But uh, if you're talking, you're talking Giannis, you're talking Chris Middleton, maybe who else on that team? And like, who else? Who else do you got in the Central Division? Andre yeah, Drummond. Central- yeah. Reggie Bullock yeah. or Reggie Bullock? Yeah. Reg- huh? I said, yeah. I said Reggie Bullock. I... <laughs> no. Not Reggie Bullock. I meant, sorry, Reggie. Uh, what's his name? The other Reggie on that on that team. God damn it! I'm terrible tonight. 
Reggie Jackson. The hell no. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, Stanley Johnson's nice, but you're not going to put him on. Like, I mean, Blake is really the only one on that team. I don't know of anybody else in the Central Division. Yeah, so Central, um, yeah, Giannis will be, you know, he's a great weapon. I think Miles Turner and Oladipo, that's not bad. But, you know, we already said the Atlantic, I think, is already ahead of them. I don't know. That's tough. So, yeah, that's that's what Central is. Yeah, and I think you have your first out in the round robin. So let's move to Southeast. You know what? I'll, I'll say this. Hey, Markinen is a great offensive player. Yeah. I would almost prefer a guy like Bobby Portis to my sixth man. Really? Because he's a he's a he's a, he adds toughness and he's a little he's a probably a little bit better defender and he's a you know he could score a little. Bit. He's been great in this preseason off the yeah, bench. Yeah, he has looked really good. Yeah, I didn't you know, they didn't so, pick up his contract either though. He's going to be a restricted free uh, agent I think at the end of the season. Yeah, and that's fine. You know what I mean? That's 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 not a big deal. But yeah, he other than punching his teammate in his mouth, he's a good player. You know? Yeah, yeah. Not not a good look, right. but all right. South Southeast. Who do you got? Do you want me it to was, go? It was, hold on. It was crazy about that that whole thing with him. What? All his teammates sided with him. Like they were like, well, I mean, you know, it's like I guess what's Miritich got in his face really, and then all his yeah. teammates were like, yeah, all right, well, at least you know. So like, I don't think it's as cut and dry, cut and dry as it seems. Well, whatever. nothing's as ever cut. And, nothing's ever as cut and dry as it seems, you know. But yeah, right. I, I hear you. I hear you. All right, let's do the Southeast because this we're right. still on this one Twitter question. <laughs> We're supposed to do it all, I guess. Not yours. No, no that'll be easier. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so obviously it's Kemba. Yes. John Wall, Beal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say Jason Richardson. Not J- uh, Josh Richardson. Oh, okay. In Miami. Right. Uh, You're probably right uh, on that one. I had it diff- uh, for once. We went on a we went a different path. Go ahead. You probably had Otto Porter, didn't you? No, I considered Otto Porter, but like. I want Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon and Vucevic. Well, see, that's, uh, no, not Vucevic. Get him out of there. Well, who else are you going to choose? Who, who else is your center? Not Vucevic, dude. Come on. I don't know. He can score. Where, oh, what, dude, they, what, would, they would murder Vucevic in pick and roll. Yeah, of course. That's what happens. This is, this is what happens. Who are you going to put in? You're going to put in Hassan Whiteside? or or? I would rather have Collins out of Atlanta than Vucevic on that team. I also – He's not even good yet, you know? I also have John Collins as my sixth man. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> you know what? For the hell of it, I'll probably put Mo Bamba. I love Mo. Oh, you know what? Jonathan Isaac. I'd rather have, I'd rather have I, Jonathan Isaac than have, have uh, Vucevic. Yeah. No, it's fair. I mean, like, and here's the thing. You get down to the nitty-gritty and, like, you know, at least Vucevic has been there. You, you know what you're going to get from him. You're going to get some rebounds and you're going to get some points. Oh, come on, dude. I, you know what? I would even rather have either Otto Porter Tony um, Howard? No, hell no. But look, this is what we're talking about. Like, who? So, if the Central and Southeast play each other, I think the Southeast probably who wins? I don't even know. Probably Central. Central. Yeah, because look, they have the best player in Giannis. Yeah, I think Oladipo is right there with Beal. Yeah, you know, so yeah. Do you think yeah. there's any? Do you think there's any shot between the Atlantic and the Central for the Atlantic to for the Central to win? Uh, no. No, I think I think the Atlantic clearly is the better team out of all three of those. Yeah, that's what I think. Atlantic Atlantic wins, and it's not particularly close. Do you want to try the West? Do you want to move oh, on to the West, or do you want to go on this a I'll little do, bit more? Do my, I just want to do my last okay, team. I want, to, I want to finalize finalize my team from the Southeast, which is a dumpster fire. Yes. Um, <laughs> cause look, dude, I like Kemba. I, I just know that he's like a poor man's 
You know, he was like a poor man's uh, 2017 Isaiah Thomas. You know, yeah, he, he's really good. It's just he's so small and he's, you know he, he at least tries on defense. They give it to him. So yeah, wow. Kemba, Kemba and John Wall in the backcourt. I guess you got Beal playing the three basically. I would take Otto Porter, and then uh, crap. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, Josh Richardson on the court. That's what Josh I guess you just go super small, and then or you know, Jonathan Isaac off the bench is what I would do. And that team's just not that'd be fun, I guess, but whatever. All right, we can go to the West. All right. Yeah, well that team they'd be athletic as hell. They'd they'd be running up and down the court, and that would have to be what they do because there's not a whole lot of reliable shooting besides Kemba and Beal. And Aaron Gordon, we don't even I like you didn't even have him on your team. I don't even know what to do about him. I, I just oh, I'm yeah. still no, no. I'm still so I, sucked I in by his upside that just like I want just to for play. the hell to give those guys experience, I'd have Aaron Gordon and uh, Jonathan Isaac. All so right. I'd have both on that team. And, right. you know, that's the system. And Gordon play my center with the starters, I guess. So whatever. Okay. All right. It's funny that Orlando has two or three guys from this division. And, like, they're still just a terrible fucking team. Anyway. No, it has two. Because you, you keep acting like Vujovic is good. <laughs> he's not. I'm not saying he's good, but I'm thinking of, like, pure center. Or, like, what, or even just, like... A big man that can rebound the ball. Like who else? Who else is going to give you? I mean, besides Dwight Howard, my sleeper. My sleeper. I think six nine, six ten. Torian Prince. Oh, Torian Prince is a good one. I thought about Torian Prince too, but Atlanta, man. Ah, oh, God, Atlanta. I don't know. Went take Trey. What? Went take Trey Burke. Yeah. No. No. For six man. I'm joking. Oh no. I'm joking. <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on. Let's do, let's do the West. Let's do the West. By the way, this also serves as sort of our uh, season preview. So, yeah, that's fine. There yeah. you go. So north right. northwest. Yeah, go northwest. Go ahead. All right, we're northwest. We have Denver, Minnesota, Oklahoma City, Portland, and Utah. So in the northwest, tell me how much of this you want, you know matches up with yours. Obviously, we're going Westbrook. Yes. It's a little tougher than I would think, right? It's a because... little bit northwestern. No, the western. Sorry, bleh, the northwest division gave me the hardest problems. So you got. I mean, that, that division is so freaking stacked. So I said Westbrook, Paul George. Uh-huh. Okay, that's two. Jimmy Butler, because he's still in Minnesota. That's three. That's not bad. Okay. Carl Anthony Towns. Mm. I know. I know. It's tough. It's tough. Are you going to put in Towns? Are you going to put in Millsap? Are you going to put in Jokic? Are you going to put in Steven Adams? Yes. I, uh, yeah, I want Towns. Okay. Okay. And then and Rudy Gobert. Uh, yeah, and you got to have Rudy out there. Yeah. And so, see, here's the thing. And my sixth man is Damian Lillard. I, I guess my thing is, like, if we're talking to teams saying, hey, man, we're going to play a whole 82-game season. Rudy's great. And I, 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 don't, I don't want any Utah fans to yell at me. I get it. In this scenario, you're already going to get him played off the floor by the better teams. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think... I don't know. I don't. Yeah, go on. Give me, give me your point. I don't. I don't. I don't see anybody else. But, but, so I'm not. I'm not really arguing with you. Like uh, Stephen Adams would be a better fit. Maybe. No, I think I'm. I'm putting Gobert in, man. Like, and then you have Damian Lillard coming off the bench. That's a solid team. Westbrook, Paul George, Butler, Cat, and Gobert. That's. That's a lot of shooting. It's a lot of defense. It's a lot of athleticism. Not so much sharing the ball. <laughs> Actually, Carl Anthony Towns brings Carl Anthony Towns and Lillard would bring the the defense down a little bit. But you also have well, so does Westbrook a bit. So you still have Gobert there, 
And you still have Jimmy Butler and you still have Paul George, man. They're all plus defenders and plus offensive players. Well, not Gobert. Um, I don't know, man. It's like a, that's a really stacked oh. team. And then. Jazz fans, Jazz fans, that's at Joe Borelli. Because... <laughs> no, so here's the thing about Rudy Gobert. He, he's a plus. He's a, he's a big plus offensively the way that Ty Jama was. He's a vertical spacer. Um, him, him, rim, him, like rim running and, and rolling to the rim. That's part of spacing, right? Cause he sucks in. Defense. So he's, he is a plus. He's just not, he's not going to give you 20. He's not going to, you know, you're not going to feed him in the post and just get buckets. And that's fine. That's absolutely okay. You want Rudy Gobert to give you 14 to 16 points a game. And sure. If you, you know, a couple more lives, get him to 18, that's fine. But he's just not going to be a guy you just toss the ball to. And that's, you can still be a good offensive player without being like, you know, he's just not an offensive focal point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. I think, you know, in the Northwest, we should really mention the players that we don't have in there, too. So, did you give me your five? Um, I, I think I matched with you, except for off off the bench. And that's why it's so tough, because I love Dane. Yeah. Uh, I might win Donovan it. Mitchell, right? I, well, you know what? I got to respect Dane. So, you're right. It's yeah. not, it's, but Donovan Mitchell's right there, too. He's right, right there, too. Show last year. He can guard up a little bit better. So, he you know, he helps with the versatility. True. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, but that's about it. Because, like, I know, and then, like you said, the people who aren't there, yeah. Jokic. Jokic, no CJ McCollum, no Paul Millsap, no Mitchell, no no Steven Adams. It's, you know, it's, man, there's so many people. I probably go with Steven Adams as my center, but that's fine. And then my thing is, like, Jokic is like the bizarre Rudy Gobert, where he's so great offensively and versatile offensively. And just doesn't do enough deep, like not yeah. do do enough defensively, yeah. but yeah, you know, just put and you know whatever. So if you could put those two together, you'd have the perfect center. What's, um, what's the strength of this team for you? Uh, Got to be guard play, right? With with uh, Russ and then Dame off the bench. That's you know they'd have to just put a lot of pressure on Steph Curry and Butler. And, and Paul George can handle a little bit too. And Paul George is actually so. You know what? My thing with Jimmy Butler is the fact that he just doesn't shoot threes, and he's he plays off the ball okay, but he wants the ball in his hand so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it'd be a weird him. Him and Russell have a a fist fist fight at halftime, (laughs) or they would be the best teammates ever because like they're both super intense and they both like want to leave everything they have on the court. I actually think those two would get along perfectly. Yeah, that's all right. So that team is, I mean, so that team is, I think it's, it's better. It's better than the Southeast, obviously. Mm-hmm. Let's, is that let's, team best? Southwest? Team let's, let's jump to the Southwest. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying it's better than the Southeast. I'm looking at what we've already done. And that team we just made is better than the oh, Southeast. Southeast. Yeah, of course. I think, Kimbo, I think better Wall, than Beal, Vucevic, <laughs> Gordon, John Collins, except for swap out Vucevic and but who the hell did you have again? I forget. <laughs> Jonathan Isaac and, and, John, and Aaron. Okay. Yeah, it's way better. All right, so let's do the Southwest, and then we'll come back to the Pacific. So here's what I go. Do you want to give me your Southwest? Um, of course you got uh, James Harden, mm-hmm. Chris Paul. Yes. Oh uh, shit, it's not even that good now. No, <laughs> no exactly. Yeah. It's not as easy as you think it is. <laughs> no, no, you got Brow, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Davis, yes. Oh yeah. <sighs> Jesus. Yeah. Do you want? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not putting Luca. I don't care what anybody says. That's um. I drew Holiday. I don't. I, I had, know, man. I had Drew as my sixth man. Okay. I had DeRozan, and I have Gasol. I, I wouldn't take DeRozan. All right. Would you? Would you take? Uh... Oh, DeAndre. 
I'd probably take DeAndre before I take this all. Oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because okay, that's yeah, definitely. All right, I'm changing my. We're taking DeAndre. Why am I saying this all? I forgot DeAndre. Uh, yeah, man, that's yeah. This one's tough. This is ugly too. Yeah, it's it's not great. So I'm gonna put DeAndre Jordan in there. I don't want Melo. Do I want Aaron Gordon? Uh, do I want Eric Gordon? Do I want no? So yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So we got. So we got CP Harden, DeRozan. Wait, you said you wouldn't take DeRozan. Who would you take instead? I wouldn't take DeRozan. I'd probably start Drew and have shift Harden to three. Okay. Hard to play. Um, so I'd have my backcourt would be Drew. You know, that's even better because that's when um, Drew Holly took off last year is when they put him beside Rondo with two guard. Yeah. He's more of a natural two guard anyway, but yeah. Yeah, he's a he's more a combo guard, whatever. So yeah, so actually I'd go I'd go Chris Paul, Drew, Harden, uh, Brow, who's my power forward? That's a good question. <laughs> so, you know what? Would you, I'd, have, I'd probably have, I'd have Lamarcus. Lamarcus before. All right. So basically, Brown. we swap out Demarcus, uh, Lamarcus, and DeRozan. I was, yeah. I was trying to debate on who, which one I would put in there, but I already had AD and and uh, Gasol. But like now that we're switching DeAndre, I, I, I think actually DeAndre and. and and Lamarcus could actually work pretty nicely together, but then you have AD in there, and they're they're the same freaking position. Oh wait a minute, what? shit! So then I have I have Lamar I have Lamarcus off the bench, I guess. Because like yeah, I'd have DeAndre and Brow starting. Okay, so Drew, so you have Drew, CP3, Harden, DeAndre, and AD. Yeah, that's it, I guess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, not that easy. It's not that easy. I even I might even shift Harden down to power forward. He's six eight, strong. And have him beside Brow starting, and then I could have Conley. I could have a three guard lineup with uh, Conley, Drew, and that's you're not beating anybody like that. No, no, you're not beating anybody like that. You're taking the ball, the guys with the like. You're taking their their the their strengths away. You're taking the ball out of Harden's hands, and that's like what he does best. The only chance you have is with CP3 and Harden on this team. There, well, AD. I forgot about AD. Sorry. Um, but still, like CP3, Harden, and AD, that's a dynamite beginning of a team. I think DeRozan, like you wouldn't even, you know what? We can swap Drew out with DeRozan. You're right. And then, but I don't. Well, maybe we do this: Drew Holiday and DeRozan, no DeAndre. I don't want DeRozan, man. Right. I don't want DeRozan. All right. So then, Drew Holiday I, I, and DeMarcus. like DeRozan. I think he's. I think he's going to be good in San Antonio. I think Pop's going to make the best use of him. He might not. You know, he's not going to score 27 a game again. But I think he's going to have his most efficient year. But he doesn't defend. He's still um, not a great passer. He's, he improved a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still, uh, you know, he, he started off hot shooting and then it really cooled off. So he's still not a good shooter. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I, I wouldn't want him in this competition here. You don't think there's any way that Pop gets the best out of him? And we see like an even more revamped DeRozan this year? I think he's going to have, a, again, a lot like Rudy Gay. He's going to have a really nice, efficient season. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Pop's not going to turn him into a three point shoot overnight. He didn't do the you know, like Rudy Gay and Lamarcus still shot a lot of mid range shots, and that center is okay. So um, yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna have a good season, man. He's a good player. He's just not you know when he's held up to Kawhi Leonard, it's gonna always look like a terrible comparison. Totally, and it's it's you know it's unfortunate, but like you know everyone said this last year too when he got traded to the West, or like he's not an All Star anymore. He was an All Star in the East. He's definitely not an All Star anymore. There's no way he's cracking the rotation. Um, so the reason he might be is because if if the Spurs are you know right in the fighting in the middle of the pack for a playoff spot, him and Lamarcus are going to or might be all stars. One of them might be an all star. So. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that is fair, and they could be there. I mean, I don't think so, man. Their team is just depleted this year. Anyway, 
You want to talk about the Pacific real quick? Who you got? All right, that's easy. Um, it's going to be Steph, mm-hmm. Katie, mm-hmm. LeBron. Mm-hmm. That's three already. Yep. I guess. I mean, then what, Clay and Dre. And then yeah. if you want the bench, you could bring off Devin Booker. Oh, or Brandon Ingram. Or Brandon Ingram. I'd rather have a Devin Booker, I think. Oh, well. Uh, Brandon Ingram's actually yeah. going to defend. Yeah. And he's so big, and so he can yeah. play a lot of different So I'm not mad at that. Oh, but that's it. That's the that's the team. Curry, LeBron, Clay, Katie, and Draymond, dude. That nobody's beating that team. I'm sorry. Like it's over. It's over. And that's exactly telling about this season, the upcoming season. By the way, that we were supposed to be taking it in the context of a round robin and who would be knocking you know the teams out. But like this really is like a nice overview for what the season is going to be. You, we just summed it up pretty quickly that the Atlantic and the Pacific are the divisions, and those are where the teams are going to come from. It's going to be a slog. By the way, you know, the the Northwest is going to be really, really tough this year. They're going to, you know, a lot of those teams are going to be like butting heads, trying to trying to get in the playoffs. It's going to be an exciting season, man. I'm super, super stoked for this. Yeah. It's, I, don't know, I like this. This is a good thought exercise, though. Thanks, yeah. Nerd Numbers. Yeah. Good job. Good <laughs> on you. So yeah. let's, let's rank them. No, let's rank our divisions then. So what are we saying then? We say that Pacific wins? Pacific followed by Atlantic. And I got to okay. say Northwest. What do you think? I agree. I say Northwest and then probably Central. Central. Yeah. Well, let's look at that real quick. Northwest, Paul George. Uh, or- South, hey, Southwest. No, I, I go I go Pacific, uh, Atlantic. I might have to give Southwest. Chris yeah. Paul. They're too thin. James Harden. Yeah, but they're too thin. They're too thin. We just argued uh, about like for 10 minutes. About, got, like- look, hold on. Look at that. So you're telling me that Giannis and – uh, and Kevin Love and Middleton and Oladipo and Blake Griffin. Middleton, yeah, come on, dog. I mean, we're talking James Harden. That's Chris true. Paul. Yeah, you might be right. Okay, let's do Southwest. <laughs> let's come to a consensus here. That's my third Southwest. All right, so we're doing Pacific, Atlantic, Southwest, Central, Central, yeah, or Northwest. Because I think no, if Central. you look, Westbrook, Paul George, Butler, Cat, and Gobert, that actually beats the Southwest, man. Mm, beats the Southwest? Yeah. I don't think so. Westbrook, Paul George, Butler, Carl Anthony Towns, and Gobert, and Lillard. Doesn't beat Chris Paul, Harden, DeRozan, or or whoever the hell you want to put in there, AD and DeAndre and Drew? Is it because James Harden is a top five player right now? AD is a top three or four player right now? Yeah. Um, Chris Paul is is going to give, you know, Russ Fitz, as always. Um I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm respecting Houston too much, which puts a bad taste in my mouth. All right. Yeah. I'm going to go. Let's, I'm going to say Atlantic, then, or sorry, I'm going to say Pacific, Atlantic. The third one for me is going to be Northwest, then Southwest, then Central. I'm going to agree with you just so I can disrespect Houston. So there you go. (laughs) Good. Then Central, then Southeast, and then what else? You guys, Central over South? Okay. Yeah. Central, Southeast. I think that was everything, right? That works. All right, cool. Good. What a fucking mess of a section. That was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Uh, you guys, please uh, tweet at us and let us know what you think of our uh, our rankings. And if we, you know, went astray anywhere, you know, blame James. Anyway, at BetBS, B-E-T-B-S, how are Kings doing on the rebuild since trading Boogie? Uh, okay. Did so we have one should... of the, do we have a single King on any of our teams? 
Oh, absolutely not. Right. No, no. That should say something. So let's think about what they did. They traded Boogie. Um, mm-hmm. So they drafted that one guy, Papa Giannis, right? And then that same year they traded Boogie. Papa Giannis, they, they, he's now cut. He's off the team. Mm-hmm. They also got Willie Carl Stein. They just drafted Marvin Bagley, who's another power forward oh. slash, you know, hybrid wing. Slash three um, years and out of the league. Oh, wow. You think so? Yeah, dude, I am not a Bagley fan. I don't see it. I really don't see it. And the thing about Bagley is there was like six guys they could have drafted that would have been better players, I think. I'm not the only one to say this, but go ahead. Maybe I'll be wrong. Who knows? Um, They they did. Now, well, here's what I think they, they actually did well. They hit on. I like Darren Fox a lot. Yes. Um, I like Harry Giles. He's shown yeah. a lot this season. Buddy Harry Hills Giles was a great pick for them too because they got they took a guy off the way or off the like the broken heap right and they they gambled mm-hmm. on a, an injured player. I really like that. It was a nice risk reward kind of scenario. And man, if they hit on him, Harry Giles could be good. Go ahead. Uh, Scala BCA, I like him. He's not great, but I think he, that's a good rotation guy for them. Yeah. Um, Willie Cauley Stein, we keep waiting for him to break out, but whatever. He he can run the floor. He's athletic as hell. I'm surprised his like defense him. hasn't pro, hasn't like translated the way I thought it would from college to the NBA. It's really You know what? When you put even a guy like him with the tools to be a good defender and you put him in that that shit storm that's the the Kings. Yeah. That team has just been, you know, they they probably, you know, development-wise and culture-wise, it hasn't been the best. You know what I'm saying? So it's – I don't think the turnaround there now, there's like a sense of optimism. But uh, I I, I don't – I'm not surprised he hasn't developed more because I don't think they've – you know, I don't know, and it sucks because he's, he's. I like him. I like him. Frank Mason. I like him a lot. So they're, you know, look, they're young. There's, there's actually potential. It's all about can the coach and the and the staff focus this potential. So, how have they done? I'm gonna give them a. Uh, can I give them an incomplete? Or do I gotta give them a grade? Uh I mean, I think it's if they, it's been three seasons, right? I think you can give them a grade. Oh uh, no, they traded him. All right, two seasons. Season this will be three seasons, right? This this season will be the third. A year and a half. Right, that, so a that year and a half. Actually... All right, I guess you can give him an incomplete. No, I give him a grade. Um, I, I, even so, like, again, I like Fox. I like Bogdan. Um, the, the, if they had just took Doncic, I'd give them a strong B plus. Yeah. They use that on Marvin Bagley, so I got to give him a C minus. Yeah, the Bagley pick really, really bothers me. It's it's not great, man. Um. But like you were saying, like Scal has some potential. I really liked him. Justin Jackson, I thought was going to be a really good player. And, you know, maybe he's just slow to come around. This is only his second year. Um, mm-hmm. Bogdan, you know, he has that injury, but hopefully he comes back. He had a really strong showing last year. He was the, he was the uh, what was it, the World or USA game MVP? He's not, he's not bad. Um, they have him on, who, you know, has a great body and a hot wife. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, now nah, he could really play. He could flat play. He's six six. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of everybody's golden child, Luka Doncic. Like as far as he's just all around talented. He's not as big. He's only six six. Luka's like you know six eight. Has six, a, eight. A, lot, a lot more. Yeah, Luka has a lot more heft to him. Yeah, but uh, he's he's really crafty. Uh, I think Bogdan's a better shooter Way right better now. Shooter, but yeah. uh, I saw. Hey, I admit it. Hey, let me say right now. I was never like a real like a Luca hater, but I kept saying, let's see him against NBA athleticism. And so far, so good. He hasn't had any problems. He's shooting it for NBA range just fine. So, um, I mean, 
it is what it is. Uh, Luca looks like the real deal. Yeah. And, and while, he looks like, while he looks like the real deal, Marvin just hasn't looked great. So, no. I don't know, man. Marvin Bagley has looked every bit as not good as I thought he was going to be. And the, by the way, I'm rooting for the guy to succeed. Like, I'm rooting for all these guys to succeed. Nobody... The worst thing you can say about somebody is that they're bad about they're bad at their job. That's just like a shitty thing to say. And so I'm hoping he's he's good. I'm hoping he you know uh, maybe has a chance to turn that franchise around. But I just don't see it. I think he was the problem too is he has the weight of the second overall pick on him now too, and that's just kind of unfair. Like he's not he's not that talented. I, I listen. That's what I see. Oh. I'm going to say this. I'm going to disagree. He's that talented. We got to see how he focuses that talent because those guys who are talented, they just, for whatever reason, aren't great NBA fits. He's a talented guy. He's 6'11". He has a decent right. handle. Um, the Maybe shot I looks misspoke. okay. Shoot it. Yeah, so he's talented. But he, you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of Sharif Abdul-Rahim. All right. Sharif was really good, which is – somebody else is going to turn into like Taj, Taj Gibson, which is – that's kind of mean because mm-hmm. Taj is good. He's more skilled than Ty. So Sharif was really talented. He just, you know, he just was like a one of those third-tier kind of players. Yeah. You know, he'll, he'd, give, he'd give you 16 to 17 or 18 and like eight or nine rebounds. And he'd, make, he'd have a game every now and then. He'd be like, wow, why isn't this guy a star? But that's just who that's who Sharif was. So let's see if, if let's see if, I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, Bagley was a, a weird pick. I just think that Bagley would have been better served to be picked at 10. Then there's way less pressure on him. If he ends up Absolutely. becoming that guy that like, you know, the Kings bet he was then that's amazing. And whoever got him at 10 would be pleasantly surprised. But I think you really just have to go for a surefire thing at, at two. And man, ah, just, it's just really disappointing. So I'm going to say not great, Bob. They did their, their rebuild isn't great. It's, it's, they have some young up and coming talent, but, uh, B bets or bet BS. Yeah. What's a great, what's a great, give me a great. I'm going to say a D so far, just because mostly like you said, because of the, because of that trade. Or because of that, that who's, their, who's their best player? Fuck if I know. <laughs> Bogdan. I do listen. I do love De'Aaron Fox. I think he's really good. I, I like Bogdan too. I think he's really good. Uh, and I think those guys have a bunch of potential. And I think they could get there. Um, I'm just worried about you know if they ever will. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's like really it, cool. Really cool is that De'Aaron Fox was hitting threes in the preseason. He was, like, shooting them confidently. That was really cool to see. That's awesome. I do love De'Aaron Fox. I have a lot of hope for that guy. Listen, if De'Aaron Fox pans out, Bogdan pans out, Marvin Bagley does something, uh, Buddy Heald, if he ever, like, shows consistency, and Harry Giles, if he comes along, man, you got, like, that's a lot of guys right there that are that could potentially be really, really good. So they have a nice young foundation. I think it's just going to take some time. And hopefully no boneheaded moves. And we'll see what happens. Um, so that's what that is. Do you want to... I give him a D minus. You give him a D what? A D plus? Just a D. D. A, D, a D. A solid D. Maybe I'm being too hard, but they're still the Kings. No, you're not. It's not because they still, they're still paying Zach Randolph almost $12 million a year. Yeah. All right. You know, yeah. At, yeah. at J, 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 J.M. Akami. What the hell's going on? Here? I have no idea. How how much will the Pistons improve? Oh, okay. So at J Mac Cam J. Oh, there you go. Cam here, Cam J. Cam J. Cam J. J Mac Cam J. Sure. Question was, how much will the Pistons improve with Stan Van Gundy out as the GM and head coach? Um. All right. So I'll go first. I just want to say that the I, I hope owners are taking notice and they just stop giving. The coach and the GM the same role. They can't. Yeah. It just can't work. 
right? The GM is supposed to have a long view. The coach is, is trying to win now. They they can't, they just don't match up. It's not a good match. So let's hope, let's pray that it's, you know, that this is the last, one of the last times we see it. Who else is doing it? Uh, your boy uh, is doing it in Minnesota right now too. So let's, yeah, let's hope that no more, no more. Tibbs is not my boy. <laughs> Just saying. No, I totally agree with you. And here's the thing: I don't think Stan Van Gundy is a bad coach. He's he's shown that he's a really good coach. He did in Minnesota, in Miami. God damn it, Absolutely. Orlando. <laughs> One of those places in the United States. Woo. Um, he showed that he was a really good coach, and I don't think he lost that. I don't think he lost the ability to coach. Apparently, he does great on his guys. Um, that's not great, but just by the sheer fact that he's not going to be in control of the whole team. And I just, I just think, yeah, it's addition by subtraction. Um, I, I don't know, man. Like, uh, go ahead. You said addition by subtraction because Stan Van's gone. I think he just, he did himself a disservice. Like the roster is just not, not great. Um, yeah, uh, he, he made, he made a lot. Uh, it's funny because I heard him on um, what podcast was he on? I think he was on with Rachel Nichols or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're asked by Blake Griffin, and he's you know he said it because like Blake Blake started off really strong, and then they 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 kind of went through they went through a funk, you know they just weren't very good at the end of the season, and he was like well Blake was more about next year and the year after because we needed to get a star in here, you know another star, so right. like he, I I just look at that roster, I'm not like Reggie Jackson, I was higher on him than he's you know he's been disappointing, he's been injured, Blake and Andre are, are, have the same weird fit problems without a great point guard to kind of help them out that they had, like they had in the Clippers. So like they have the same problem and, you know, Drummond's still kind of finding himself and he's, you know, not really a running rim runner shot blocker, but he's not a good shooter. So, um, you know, who, who's their starting small forward, Reggie right. Bullock, whatever, who uh, Stanley Johnson is Stanley Johnson. Any good? Not Stanley Johnson. Yeah. Stanley Johnson. Yeah. Stanley Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, is he any good? We just don't know sure what he is. Uh, Luke Kennard can shoot it. Can he defend? Um, Ellenson, Henry Ellenson was a waste of a pick. I think he's he's just not good. So like, uh, I don't know, man. I think it's 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 good to separate him. And I, I, I you know Casey has his hands full. Dwayne Casey, right? The other coach. Yeah, yeah, Dwayne Casey. Well, that's and that's what I was going to ask you. Like, do you think that adding Dwayne Casey, like former head, co- I mean, former coach of the year last year, do you think adding him is going to make a difference? I tend to think that like Casey is more of a player's coach, and just by that, um, just by being that, he's going to get more harmony out of these guys and maybe get them to play together a little bit better. I don't. I I still think his hands are a little bit tied. So I don't know how much of like the thing is as you were mentioning, Stan Van Gunding leaving. It's just leaving it too late. It, the reason they'll get better is because they'll have stability and they'll have somebody else running the, the front office um, and somebody who's not trying to do both things. And I think that was the real issue with Stan Van Gundy, not his coaching ability. I do think Dwayne Casey's a good coach, man. Look what he got out of the Raptors the last couple of years, especially last year. Um, I don't know that his coaching style is going to be any more productive or any more uh, suited to this team, but... I don't know. Like I said, addition by subtraction. I think just by having Stan Van Gundy not having all the power, not having consolidated that head coaching and the and GM power, uh, it's going to be a huge plus. So I, I actually said they'll probably get the sixth seed this year um, if everyone stays healthy. Oof. Uh, I guess my I guess my issue is like Reggie Jackson has to go. I think. I think they. I, 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 and 
But I think he's tackled. I mean, who are you going to put there? <laughs> like, are they going to make man. a trade I mean, for? I don't know. I don't know what they could, what they can do. Um, you know, would be really good there. Who? It's not going to happen. Terry Rozier. Ooh, yeah, scary Terry on that team. That would be nice. Oh man, good call. You know, but that's not yeah, like a straight up trade. You can't get nobody's going to take Reggie no, Jackson. We don't, we don't want Reggie. No, no, no. And he's still got uh, like two years have... left on his deal, and he's he's getting paid a lot oh, of money. Uh, yeah, get two more years. I think so. Yeah. I'll have oh, to fact God. check that. I'm not big on checking facts. You know, me and me and the fucking dumbass president, we don't check facts. <laughs> we just say shit. Anyway, I just compared myself to Donald Trump. God damn it. I take all that back. James, save me. I'm drowning. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I did the whole. <laughs> so did I. I think I just threw up in my mouth. So let's look at his salary. I'm looking at his contract. Oh, my God. Is it two more years left? Is it really? Is it... I'm looking on. Go ahead. I'm going to just do the do, 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 do. This is really great. Great radio yeah. here. Great podcast. Yeah. Holy crap. Two more years. Right? right. He's getting what? Like 18 a million, 18 a year or something like that? Or 13? He'll be 17 this year and then he'll be make 18 next year. Damn. That's a lot of money. Ooh. I don't know, man. I, like, you know, when they got him, I understand shooting for the, the stars. They thought he was going to be really good. They thought, like every, all of us, I thought he was maybe hampered a little bit before behind Westbrook. I, I never really thought he was that good, but you know what? it's injuries, man. It's, it's injuries. injuries. Yeah. And the injury bug bit. And like, he's been, he's been not great. I, you know, he, he's looked better this preseason. So maybe if he can stay healthy, listen, providing health, every team in this league has a shot, has not every team. A lot of the teams have a shot to make the playoffs. Let's move on. We're spending too much time on the, on the Pistons. Um, Did, he look good this, did you watch the Pistons at all? Uh, I saw like a couple minutes. He looked better. He looked, he looked at least healthy. Um, maybe I'm lying. Maybe I didn't see him at all, and maybe he's because I'm again. thinking that I thought he was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. No, isn't he? He didn't play this season. I mean, he didn't play this. I don't. The I'm preseason? looking right now. Come on. He had something going on with him, and he was like, I remember early this summer, I was like, yeah, I'm not even back on. I'm not back. You know, doing. You know, yeah, he didn't play, man. I don't I think just, he did. No, really? Maybe. Am I imagining I things? It's possible. No, he played. He played. I'm looking right now. All right. I was going to say, I thought he was having a nice preseason. Good damn. He, he wasn't. He didn't have, see, he didn't play, didn't play. Yeah, he played the last few preseason games. And two for seven, three for six, four for 12. Oh, yeah, so he wasn't having a nice preseason. Maybe I just caught it like a, like I caught a snapshot here and there. I could have sworn I seen highlights of him like putting up a three or, oh, that was, that was what it was a couple nights ago. The, the, the Pistons hit like 21 threes in a game and he hit like four of them. Like everyone um, was against, shooting. Yeah. I guess the Cavs, he went, he went four for 12 yes. in the field, but he went four for nine for three, five assists, you know, only one turnover. So yeah, maybe he's, maybe he's all right. Yeah, well, you know, providing health. Anyway, you know what? It's just that no, it's just like the league right now is flush with so many really good point guards. Yeah, that even you know he's a he's a serviceable starting point guard, but that just looks kind of like looks so meh compared to guys like you know the big point guards that they have in the league. It's, there's so many really good impactful point guards. Even a guy like like Goran Dragic would make this team, mm-hmm. I think, better. Yeah, totally. you know, well, Goran Dragic is a real point guard. He's a he's a point guard's point guard. You know what I mean? Like he's a guy that would run the offense. And I think he would be great with Blake Griffin. He's a guy that would be able to play with that guy in pick and roll and set him up for the for the lobs and get him like in open positions. I don't think Reggie's that guy. Nope. But anyway, let's move on. Timothy Booker, Butcher. Damn it, I do it every time. <laughs> okay, so let's let's rapid fire these next few. Right, let's do it. Damn it. 
Got a couple guys, a lot of questions, right? Yeah. A couple like. So Timothy asked questions. this, can you each recount your favorite NBA game that you've ever watched? Doesn't have to be in person. Give me yours. Not to give you mine. Mine's really easy. Oh, no, you go then. Cause I got to think 2001 game six or game one um, finals Sixers versus the Lakers. The Lakers were a juggernaut that season. The Sixers were the only team to take one game off of them. They went, how many games is it? 16 in a row. They went 15 and one that season. The Sixers and Allen Iverson were freaking amazing. They had no right to be even be in that, that finals. And they took it to the Lakers and took a game from them. It was, it was an amazing moment. At that moment, we all felt like, oh my God, the Sixers might actually be able to win this. And then they got swept, but you know, that was a great game. The second one I think would be the 2012 Sixers when they see, obviously I'm a Sixers fan when they, um, when they beat the bulls, when Derek Rose and Joe Kim Noah both got hurt. But the, the highlight of that game for That's me was one second of, favorite. Well, it's because of what happened at the end. It wasn't the game as much as it was Iggy jumping on the scorer's table and fist pumping the air. And it was, for me, it felt like vindication for that guy that he were, he was in Philly for so long, trying to carry that team on his back. He was never meant to be the number one option. He was miscast and overpaid, not his fault, but he was still an amazing, amazing player. One of my favorite Sixers of all time. And I just felt like that moment for him was just vindication. And it just made me feel great. And I thought, finally, this guy gets some credit, you know? Holy crap, that makes me sad. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> give me yours. Give me a favorite. Give me your favorite game. Um, I mean, I, I, you know, I just remember the I remember the MJ and Bulls era. They were rock stars. Like you know, him, Scotty, Kukoc, Dennis. Uh, it, it, the way that people look at the Warriors now is how we looked at that squad back then. You know what I mean? Like that, it was just incredible. They they literally were like rock stars. And even I think because it was pre-social media. They had the, the they had an aura about them that made them seem larger than life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Warriors aren't quite like that. Yeah, we see you know Steph Curry dancing in his kitchen with his wife and kids. It was just different. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just saw you turn on TV to see these guys, and then you didn't see them again for another week. They came on TV again, so it was um that that separation from these and from and I think the whole like the whole '90s was like that. You know that separation with NBA superstars versus now, where every, you know you can chronicle every minute of their lives almost. Yeah. It made it made them, uh, you know, it made them even more superstar like. You know what I mean? So totally, totally. there was um, a mystique there. There was a mystery. Like you didn't have access to everything. You couldn't see them twenty four seven. There was exactly like you said. They had to be. You got to see them once a week. And look, and Michael Jordan was the first real big superstar. He made the superstar the superstar. Right? He was the guy. And having that guy in the nineties, uh, I'm just speaking to what you're saying here, but I can totally understand. Not having, can you imagine if Michael Jordan had, if we had access to him the way we have to LeBron? I don't even know that we would think the same way about him. Absolutely not, because Michael is a scumbag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's just it's just different, you know. So, is there a particular? Is there, I'm trying to think of a particular game that really stands out to me. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I think probably you know probably uh, oh. I'll say Michael Jordan uh, in the garden when he went for 55, when he came back and he just went, he went nuts. Okay. Like that game stands out to me as a, uh, as a bridge between, I don't know, that just game that stands out because Mike was just, Mike was a fucking man. And that's why, look, I get it. Braun, I think Braun might, yeah, I can see it. He might end up, he might be a better player than Mike ever was. And that's, that's hard for me to admit because I'm a big Mike guy. I think the fact that Mike has, has legendary status in the minds of guys who have watched both of them, 
Like that goes into being the, the greatest of all time, how you're how you're viewed. And if there are people who like that Mike destroyed who worship Mike, you know what I'm saying? And who see LeBron now and say, Oh no, LeBron's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mike was Mike. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so to me, that plays into the whole GOAT conversation that sure, there's some of the older guys, oh LeBron's better. But for the most part, you know, and people who like even like Grant Hill and those guys who kind of bridge the gap, they're like, Oh no, 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 Mike is Mike. That's right. just it, it's so um yeah man mike to, to the people i know that uh i think there's a netflix or one of the somebody's even espn they come out with like a 20-hour michael oh, jordan yeah, michael jordan documentary 10-hour yeah. michael jordan documentary i'm gonna watch every minute of it all right Mike's a fascinating guy man because you know a lot of ways I, i'm looking forward to that because um hey I, yeah like i said I, I don't think the the current generation will ever really understand just the impact of that guy all right so well now that you're done waxing poetic about it Michael Jordan. Let's move through these a little bit faster. So Timothy right, has a bad. couple others I forgot to put on our list. One, who are the most underrated and overrated play- overrated players teams going into this season? Give me one real quick of each. Give me an overrated or an underrated team and give me an overrated and underrated player. People might be overlooking uh kind of underrated the Pacers, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh overrated. I th- look, the Jazz are gonna be really good. I, I think they probably finish third in the West, but I think people need to pump the brakes just a little bit because they're all based not all basing all, but the Jazz played at a like a, a ridiculous pace, like a seventy like a sixty-five win pace at the end of the season. Yeah. Slow that might not be who they are. So I think overrated uh, a little bit might be the Jazz, underrated a little bit might be the Pacers. Um how about your teams and your teams? Uh I'm gonna say overrated might be the Bucks. And underrated might be oof, who's underrated. You know, I I hate to say it. I'm going to say Portland. They might be underrated. I mean, they were really good last year. They were top five defense. They were. I know what. I'm not sure what what they finished in offense, but they're really good. And we're all sleeping on them again. So I'm going to say that. Um, players, we can skip it if you want. We just went through a bunch of players, so I think we'll skip that part. What is your? I want to say real quick, too, that the Spurs might be a little bit underrated because, okay. sure, they lost a lot of key pieces, especially starting with Kawhi, Danny Green, Kyle, Slomo. Uh, but, I mean, you got popped with two 20-point-per-game scores. You know what I mean? Like, and, uh, I would say this before their point guy got hurt. Yeah. Uh, Murray got that stuff. Um, I was going to say, Murray just got injured, though. He's, isn't he out for the season? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. Um, I th- I think we might be slightly overrating Chris Milton right now. He had a great postseason run. He's a really good player, but there are people who are saying, like, oh, he's a second-tier star. Yeah, slow down a little bit. Yeah, uh, and un- underrated is always going to be for me Drew Holiday. Yes, I'm totally on board with the Drew Holiday. I'm going to go with both years. I think uh, Middleton's a little bit. Even by me, I'm overrating him a little bit. But he's a really good player. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm torn. All right. His last question was one. What is one bold prediction you will make for this coming season? Oh boy. Um. Oh, I already said it. And I'm saying it again. The Bulls won't suck. All right. Oh, that the is Bulls, a bold prediction. They're not going to make the playoffs, but they will be the best of the worst teams. They're going to be kind of entertaining, and they'll be kind of good. All right. I like it. I like that prediction. Here's a bold one for me. Even though I picked them to finish fourth in the West, I'm going to say the Oklahoma City Thunder finished third. Is that bold? All right. Second. I'll say they finished second. They're going to finish second in the West. That's very bold. It's really bold. I'm going to regret saying that. Listen, just listen to my other oh, podcast where I call him like not that great. What? <laughs> oh, today you gave Jalen Brown high praise and you gave Russell Westbrook in the Thunder high praise. 
You're not a complete piece of shit. I'm proud of you. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. At least not in your eyes. Everyone else now hates me. All right. So let's see. At GCM85. Uh, oh, thoughts? yeah. We, we got we we to blaze this. this. What? No, no. Let's go. Let's okay. do it. Thoughts so. on either BoJack or Big Mouth? Is it, uh, I, so here's the thing. I've watched exactly two episodes of BoJack Horseman and haven't seen a single one of Big Mouth. BoJack kind of. Big Mouth is incredible. BoJack is super. Uh, now it's overrated. It's, okay. It tries to. Okay, go ahead. Good. Uh, Bojack, just not my thing. I don't really care for talking horses, unless you're talking about Mr. Ed. Season uh, one was great, and then I think now that they kind of jumped the shark, and it's just like he's just, oh, boy, was me too much. Big Mouth is hilarious. Okay, next. Okay, cool. Is there a chance Mario Hazonia makes a leap to solid rotation player? No, moving on. <laughs> Your thoughts? I still give him an outside chance, man. We saw Deepo make a late leap. He could be a serviceable player. He's talented. He just doesn't what, seem to have it all upstairs. He seems a little slow. What team is he on, even on this year? Knicks. All right. So, Marizona, maybe. There's a chance, I guess. Solid rotation player. I guess it's not out of the realm of, realm of possibility. How worried are you about Russ's knee? Um, I'm not very worried about it. How about you? Still a 1 to 10. Uh, on a 1 to 10, I'm about a 5. A 4. Uh, I'm about a 4. Yeah, I'll say I'm a 3. All right. My only work, like, you can only get, get cut on so much if we start losing that. A little more bounce, and he's already almost 30, so that's yeah, a little worrisome, but yeah, three. Okay. Will Carl three, Anthony three. Towns try at all on D this year? Yes. I don't know if he'll improve. Yeah, man. It's so much about defense. We want to say it's mentality. He plays hard, but a lot of his things is like effort for no reason. He's kind of like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like frenetics. See if things slow down for him a little bit this year. And um, this that whole mess, the whole debacle in Minnesota is such a distraction. So, yeah. I hope so for his sake because they're under the microscope. They really, really are. It's not going to be easy. I think, um, I think he can improve. And the thing about Carl Anthony Towns is like he seems like a really smart kid. So it's it's unbelievable to me that he's so bad on defense, especially since his rookie year. He seemed like it was going to be a defensive stalwart, and it just hasn't yeah. happened. I think a lot of that has to do with Thibs, and I think maybe his maybe his schemes are just not meant for Carl Anthony Towns. I don't know. I think he'll try yeah. for sure. Um, can Kawhi win MVP if he stays healthy? Absolutely. If he's healthy and they're a top two in the, in the East, absolutely. If they win sixty plus games and they win number one, you got to give it to Kawhi if he stays healthy all year. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty much. So yeah, he's he's probably my, one of my top candidates. Okay. Why do I keep letting myself believe in Will Barton in fantasy? I don't know. Uh, I actually like Will Barton, but you're right. I don't really play fantasy anymore. But he seems like he would make you bonkers. I had him one or two years, and he made me bonkers. <laughs> He's just not. I mean, what do you expect from him? He's going to, you know, score fourteen to seventeen points. He's not going to be a great shooter. Um, so I mean, yeah. So why do you let keep letting yourself believe? Because uh, you're a sucker. Yep, Jim. <laughs> nah, that's my guy. I'm, I'm yeah. messing with him. But, yeah, it's, don't believe anymore. Then he wants to know uh, how will the top four shake out in the East? Go, you go first. Okay, it's going to be Boston. It's going to be Toronto, Philly, and Indiana. No, Milwaukee. Okay, so that's your order too. Yep. All right, well, uh, you're you are doing all right today, my brother. I, <laughs> just just wait till just wait till the Sixers in Boston play tomorrow night. I'm, I'm not going to be doing all right then. I think Boston, uh, Toronto. I think uh, I want Indy to be three and Philly four, so I'm going with that. Oh, you're, you son of a sorry, bitch. buddy. That's all right. Sorry, buddy. It's, all right. it's just your stupid opinion. <laughs> uh, who are some contenders for the annual surprise team? This one's tough to me. Maybe Charlotte has a resurgence with the new coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I thought about Charlotte. Uh, who else? Who's in the bottom? Orlando. Of the... Why? 
because Jonathan Isaac, if he's really good and Mo Bamba's really good and Aaron Gordon actually plays to his capabilities, I actually could see that team being surprisingly fun and good this year. I love Isaac, but he has ankles made out of like macrame. His ankles are made out of like spaghetti strings because he keeps rolling those damn ankles. Ugh. So, all right, moving on. We're going fast. A surprise team, Clippers. Clippers might, you know, put scares into people and actually yeah. just because they're deep and whatever. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. You're you're not the only one to pick Clippers. That a lot of people think they could be fun. Uh, Mikhaili Ice. I said it right that time. I guess according to you. Over under 4.5 all-star teams for Luka Doncic. I'm going to say over. Uh, I hate these kind of questions. Um, <laughs> I will say, well, he, dude, he's in the, well, his whole career is ahead of him. Yeah. Uh, sure. I'll say, uh, just because to be contrary, I'll say under. All right. He's 20 years old. He's come in with this much talent, this this much upside. He's already been the MVP of the Euro League, and we've seen him in preseason look really good. He even, he even assuaged my fears of him being too slow and overweight so far. Um, I think over is an easy lock. Nope, I'm going under. All right, fair enough. Under 4.5. Uh, three 50-point games for LeBron. Over, mm, over, under. I go under. Uh, I think he's going to have one or two games where he really flexes to show what he's got. Yeah. But for the most part, he wants to conserve his energy for most seasons. I, I, say, I say under. Is this this season or in total left? I got to guess it's this season, right? Yeah, so I don't even know how many he had last year, and probably yeah. wasn't that many. I'm gonna say under two. I'm gonna say he'll have one in the regular season. Maybe I... two. Maybe two. All right. Random question. Favorite movie from your childhood? What's your favorite childhood movie? Uh, probably Goonies or one of the maybe Goonies. I saw Goonies in the theater when I was a kid. I was gonna say Goonies. It was amazing. Liar. Um, <laughs> Arizona Sports 18. What in the hell is going on with the Suns' point guard situation? All I got to say about the Suns, since they just picked up Jamal Crawford, welcome to him. <laughs> I didn't even see that. When did they pick him up? Today they signed him for whatever reason. Well, what's going on with the point guard situation? I don't know. What's going on with that team in general? Who knows? They finally got rid of their GM, so I guess that's a start. That's a good point in the right direction. To be honest with you, I'm so out on the Suns right now. I can't really care. I'm interested in watching Aiton, but other than that, I'm like, I'm I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I haven't paid attention. I'm just out on the Suns right now. I'm on the exact opposite side. They fired their GM, so it's like a little bit of drama. I love Devin Booker's game. Old school kind of throwbacks, just kind of flamethrower score. Deion, uh, De- uh, DeAndre Ayton is an old school kind of center with a little bit of new school game with a little you know face up and the jumper. He, he does kind of – you know what? I laughed when people said Dave Robinson. He looks like a poor man's Dave Robinson right now with the jumper and he's yeah. big and strong. So um, I, I love Josh Jackson. So I'm 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 fully invested in watching them this season. How do you think they're going to finish, by the way? And yeah, by the way, uh, you just gave me a bunch of reasons why I should be higher on them than I am. But go ahead. They then add Trevor Ariza and Tyson as like those veterans to kind of hold the locker room together. I like where they're going. They they do need a point guard. Um, Who is now, their I point guard right now? I don't know. They cut that one kid, uh, Tyler Eulis, who was really small, but at least Devin Booker loved him, and they just I don't know. I don't know. Um. So yeah, what's going on? It's good luck. Yeah. I mean, it, like the thing is, like there's a glut of point guards out there, right? But they're all taken now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if they could, if they could have got a guy like Frank Jackson, like that one, the kid uh, who's uh, Frank Mason, um, that one kid that Dallas got. Well, they put ah, they, they got Elia Kobo in the draft, and I've heard really good things about him. He's a French kid, right? Maybe, maybe they got Isaiah Cannon. 
You gotta yeah, love okay. the cannonball. Yeah, good luck. Um, so yeah, <laughs> they're, they're they're they need a point guard in, in the worst way. But guess what? Devin Booker's gonna have the ball a lot. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Um, at Coach at, Painter, at, okay. Yeah. You want to do it? No, you got it. All right. At Coach Painter, okay. Will Jeremy Lamb ever make a leap and be a strong rotational guy? Go ahead. I'm gonna say uh, it already happened. He was really good last year for them. Charlotte just kind of sucked. Yeah. Uh, they just so no, he's already there. Um, he's accepted his role. He's he's a better defender now. He's uh, he's a little more confident. You can tell that you know the, now the disappointment stage has passed with him. It's just like he's a, he's a decent player. So I'd say it already happened. Okay, that's fair. What do you I, say? Was, I was gonna look up his stats real quick to give you his uh, 2018 stats. I think he had. Well, damn it, I can't find it. Hold on, here we go. Jeremy Lamb said, <laughs> <laughs> he put up 12.9 points per game, um, 0.8 steals. It's not bad. 2.3 assists. He shot uh, 37% for three from 3.2 shots per game. It's not bad. He shot 46% from the floor almost. Yeah. He averaged almost 13 points, four rebounds, a couple of assists, very low turnovers. Like, yeah, he's a, he's a fine player, man. He averaged 25 minutes a game. Yeah. Um, I, I think if you're asking if he's ever going to live up to that draft slot that he was picked in, probably uh, yeah, not. He's, but he's a solid rotation player for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, he was a lottery pick, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a lottery pick. He was a high lottery pick. He got drafted. Whoo. Um, keep talk, talk, James. I'll figure this. By the way, I'm not cutting any of this no, shit out. Uh, this all stays in. I'm just looking. So, like last year, he scored over 20 like five times. He had a 32 point game. He scored over 17, 14 times. He was fine. He's a good player. So he scored over 16, like 20 something times, 25 times, 26. So he's fine. He's he actually and, and looking at his his uh, plus minus. He's usually a, a pretty pretty solid on the positive side, even in close games. So nah, he's he's a fine rotation. Player. Okay. Yeah, I just don't think he's living up to his his draft status is all. And I, that's not I, yeah. what he asked. Hey, numb nuts. That's not what he asked. No, no, I'm just saying that's why we don't think of him as. That's why people don't. What did you call me, numb nuts? <laughs> <laughs> what did you call me? Oh my god. Uh, moving on, Corbin. It's, we're already like an hour and something, and we got to cut this. Hey, quick. Man, why did your voice go so high? It's <laughs> like, what did you call me? <laughs> like, all right, at Corbin Ford NBA, will the Lakers get a top four seed? No. No. <laughs> Who's the biggest challenge to Golden State right now? Um, Boston. Well, all right. Yeah, are you, are you talking in the finals or in the West? There's, there's... I mean, Boston. Biggest challenge to Golden State right now, Boston. I hate to I hate to agree with you. God damn it. All right. Um, where do you all see OKC in all of this? Uh, you know, I just did a really bold take and said they'd be second. I don't really believe that. I think it'll be the fourth. Um, but I do think they're going to ride on their defense this year, and I think they're going to be a really good defensive team. The only problem is Robertson is still injured. Um, but they did pick up Nerlens Duell, who I fucking love, and they got Jeremy Grant, who's going to be awesome, and they got rid of Melo, so that's going to be huge for them. I think their defense is going to be really good. And as soon as Russell Westbrook gets back, plus they got Otto Porter. Not Otto Porter. Um, uh, what's the other? Dennis Schroeder, the other German. Otto Porter is not just Otto, you know, makes me think. Of, anyway, um, Dennis Schroeder, I think it's going to be good for them. He's going to fill in admirably, I believe, while Russell Westbrook is. Uh, and did you see that Instagram post of him? He's he's rocking the hair. Um, anyway, what do you think? Are you sleepy? You must be sleepy. I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired. <laughs> I'm getting punchy. So, I, I got to I'm going to give Toronto a little uh, love here because when you look at OG, uh, OG and Anobi, mm-hmm. why? 
Pascal Siakam, they, uh, even like Van Vliet, you know, is a stout little defender. Kyle Lowry is a stout defender. They could probably give maybe give Golden State uh, a little bit of hell. Um, Serge Ibaka playing center, so you know, maybe if he if he actually plays like like he actually gives a shit. Okay, uh, OKC. I think last year a lot of their their issues were you know the mellow fit. It just kind of was weird. Uh, and then there was that weird tension hanging over the franchise about Paul George, right? They wanted to make it work so bad. I think they they like they you know they lived and died with almost every loss, and that's the fan base and I think the team a little bit, right? They they played the bravado stuff. Well, we'll be fine, but you can see them kind of pressing a lot, and that's why I think that I think they'll be a lot more relaxed this year. Uh, you know, no rust at the beginning gives them a little like this little expectation to start the season. I think they're going to be a lot better, and like we said, hey, Russ can play. At his peak, he's like a top three player when he's at his best. Yeah. We know Donald. Okay. Paul George at his peak is like a top, you know, top seven guy when he's at his best. So they could, you know, we watched them last year. They gave Golden State fits in a couple games. So um, I think people might be sleeping on them. People are kind of already dismissed them as, uh, you know, four, five, six seed. They might do make some noise. We'll see. All right. Last question. I forgot about this one, too. I'm going to throw it out to you real quick. Here's your girl, TC Biggs. She asks, why would Jimmy yell, you fucking need me, to the owner when he wants to be traded? Been trying to figure it out for days. We'll finish with the Jimmy Butler talk. What do you think? Now that he's back with the team and he's going to play, why would he yell to the, to the owner, you fucking need me? For me, I just think it was, a trying to, it was a power play. He had this rant and he flipped out on everybody, and then he had the interview for ESPN waiting in the, in the wing. So I don't know. I, I just think it was, he was trying to force his way out. And trying to make himself look like the hero in the process. I don't think it works. Yeah, but he's not. So I think I think with him right now, it's more um he, he says it wasn't about the money, but it's about money, right? Uh they didn't want to, you know, I guess they they, they just try to give him an extension and I don't know if they try to lowball him or what, but you know, it's about the money. It's always about the money. You know, they just gave towns all that money and they were, you know, they were kind of maybe scrimping around with Jimmy Butler. And I I mean you saw the minute he demanded trade, Butler agreed uh Cat agreed to his extension. Yeah, you know, there's there's definitely a little friction there. It seems like, um, but it's, it's always about money. And he, you know, he said in that interview with Rich Nichols, "Oh, I want them to, you know, I want to be feel needed. I want to feel wanted." So, what's what, how do you show a player what he's worth? You offer him a lot of money. So, um, I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. It's it's. It, I just know that this is why the NBA is the best league in the world because there's a guy yelling at the team owner and the coach, and he's going to suit the play, and he insults all of his teammates, and he. And he, he told the home crowd, he told the home crowd, yeah, I don't care, boomy, I'll just smile more, you know. So that's freaking incredible. Yeah, I mean, I think honestly, the only thing I could think is he just wanted to make the whole situation untenable, so they would trade him because I think he wants his own team, and it's not about the money. Uh, I mean, it's always about the money, but I think he really just wants his own team, and he wants to be the star in his own team. Um, and he doesn't like the guys, so you know, what are you gonna do? That's that, James. Tell everybody where they could, excuse me, find us and follow us and all that stuff, and the season starts tomorrow, baby. Twitter, don't tell, don't tell's pod. I'm at Snotty Drippin. He's at Joe Borelli. Um, oh, and I don't know if anybody knows, but uh, hey, shout out to Coach Nick. I'm uh, thank you for all the help, Coach Nick. I'm not gonna write for you a breakdown anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. What happened? Tell me offline. Nothing. No, nothing happened. I'm just time for me to move on, find something else. Um, so yeah, no, seriously, hey, everybody go check out Bebo Breakdown. Follow Coach Nick and Bebo Breakdown. They're still cranking out good stuff. So, um, but yeah, so I'm a free agent. So I will, uh, anybody need anybody to scribble about basketball? Holler at me. Word. All right. Well, James. Hi, right, bro. 
All right, I'm gonna pause this.